Hello, hello, hello. Hey, y'all. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Montgomery's, Montgomery's Meaningful, Meaningful Monday. Monday. Yeah. So last week, y'all heard um, Brianna, my wife, as she yes. gave her testimony and how she uh, just gave her why as into why she chose Jesus. And yeah. now it's my turn. So this week, um, today, you're going to hear me share my why and, you know, part of my why and yeah. why I chose Jesus and why, as you know, we say that he chose me. It was more, more like a, he chose me, but yeah, I was submitting into that decision. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. So uh, this is part two of why Jesus. So I always, so I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up in a household where mom took us to Sunday service and to Choir rehearsal. We we were part of choir. We we our weekends pretty much were consisted of us being in the church because 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 mom stayed in the church. Um, dad didn't really go. Um, he would only go on big big holidays. wasn't really a believer like 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 that. You know, well, wasn't really a believer at all. Um, kind of did his own thing. Um, and really like going to church. It kind of became something that 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 you just did. You know. Growing up in our house. Why? Because mom said, said to do it. And, you know, because dad, he like, although he didn't really say anything, he really didn't disapprove of it. It was just like, it is what it, what it is. Just go ahead and do it, whatever. So grew up at um, a church called Zion Baptist Church up, up, up in North Philly and was, was there in choir rehearsal, was there for, uh, Sunday school was there for, you know, um, all the things that you did when you were younger. And it was, was there from about until I was about like 12, 13 years old. Um, and then that's when I decided to get baptized because, uh, at that time, um, a lot of, a lot of my friends, um, and like, uh, they, they were all getting baptized. And so I kind of saw it as something that you do because it was the thing to do. Not because it was like a heart change necessarily. It was like, um, yeah, I, I want to do this thing. I, I want to get I get baptized because mm-hmm. it just seems like it's it's the thing the to right do. Thing you know, it right. just seems like it's it's the next step to do, I guess, in being a part and doing church. So got baptized, um, but no real, no real, no real change. That you know, didn't didn't really know Jesus for for who he was. Just kind of saw uh, going to. Bible studies and, and, and I saw all that as just religion, just stuff yeah. that you do, you yeah. know, um, was, there was no relationship. And so, uh, we ended up leaving that church and going to another church, um, Enon Baptist church. And that's when, uh, you know, went, went there during high school. And so at that time, my high school years were, you know, some of the, I'd probably say some of the most, um, uh, struggling years of my young adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I went from a, a majority all black school in elementary and in middle school to then, uh, you know, majority all black school in the city, um, public school to now a private Christian school. Well, a private Christian like school, uh, in Delaware. And, you know, for those that know from th- those, those, those people that are in Philly and they know like from Philly to Delaware is about, Driving wise is about, you know, depending on where, where you're going, it's about between 45 minutes to, to an hour. Yeah. But I was in Bear, Delaware. So I was a little bit further. So I was about an hour and 
15 minute drive. But um, every day we had to take a, a not a not a school bus, but we had to take R two regional rail train. So we had to take a train to school every day. Uh, myself and, and and another friend of mine, um, and that was that was difficult because I had to get up at 4 a.m. every day. Um, mm. Had to uh, get to school, uh, catch the train. Then after catching the train, I had to get on um, to a uh, to a school bus that that would that would then take us to school and do the whole thing in reverse on um, you know after school and and on days that I had sports practice. So on a regular day, I would get home you know somewhere around like seven eight o'clock, some sometimes nine. But on the days that I had uh, basketball practice or baseball practice, you know we get home some sometimes like eleven o'clock twelve o'clock. Uh, and at night, and then I had to wake up at four a.m. and do it all over again. Mm. Um, so that was like for a teenager. That was like I didn't understand why I had to work so hard so early. You know, um, I was told, "Yes, you have to work ten times better than than you know the the people of uh, that uh, that aren't black." You know, I, I had to work ten times better than uh, than a white person that was um, my classmate or that was my Teammate. Um, teammate, or that was, you know, my, f- even some, some, you know, some of my friends, I, I had to work 10 times harder than them. I didn't understand that philosophy then. Uh, I, I, I understand it now, but, um, even then it, it was kind of just, just like, man, just, this, this hard work. And so because of that, um, once it came time for graduation, um, and I finally, I finally graduated from that school. Well, actually, you know what? I, let me back up. I didn't graduate from that school. Uh, cause in my sophomore year, I got kicked out of that school. Um, I got kicked out of that school for stealing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, that was, that was probably the, the most shocking thing that I, that I've ever done for like my family and, and like that I ever done at that time is just what, why, why would you steal? You know what? Why, why would yeah. you, why, why would you ruin everything that, 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 that we built up for you, that we've done for you? But, um, and, and I, 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 t- I tell this to my, to my students, uh, to my scholars that, when you, it's it's a good thing to push your children to greatness, but it can be another thing to push them too hard. Mm. And at that time, it was, for me, it was, I, all I kept hearing was, go, 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 do this, do this, do, do this, you know, meet these standards, meet these, meet these goals, because it's the right thing to do. No one really broke it down as into why. Why did I have to change friend groups? Why did I have to go to a, to a school far away from um, my home? Why did I have to then be launched into this, uh, basically this uh, society where you're kind of seen as like this um, outcast, so to speak, and yeah. and, and, and you're kind of seen as this, this socially awkward person? Um, but then forget all that. Just just get in it and just go because it's for your future. It's, it's, it's for your good. And so because I didn't understand that, my way of lashing out was through my actions. And so because of that, you know, um, I would do things like steal or like sometimes cut class or sometimes like, you know, um, not necessarily talk, talk back, but I would just get right up, right ups for like uniforms and stuff like that. You know, little, little, little small violations as like little re- rebellions to um, kind of push back against all the things that was being forced on me without my input. And so because of that, I got kicked out of school. Um, now, this is when I kind of got my first hint of how good, of how good, good God is. So the, I got called up to the principal's office. Um, 
because they had noticed that on cameras, they saw me going in and out of the boys locker room. And I was, I was, uh, in, in there with the principal and with the vice principal and they pretty much were doing like a good cop, bad cop, um, interrogation of me. Um, the principal, he, he was playing a good cop. Uh, his name is Mr. Mr. Rice, principal Rice. And the system principal, he was playing the back up and, um, they were kind of like really trying to get me to confess and, and, and say that I, I, I had taken the money. Um, but that was, man, you know, at that time, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, trying to be hood, trying, trying to be Philly, trying to be right. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not in, in my little head. I'm like, I'm not telling y'all nothing. Like I'm, I'm going yeah. just, just, just try and deny it, it d- deny it and just write it out as best I could. Um, so like, like, you know, they're, I, they're like empty your pockets, you know, take, take everything out your pockets. So I take everything in my pockets. Um, but, but at that time I, had, I had taken about $200 worth of the kids lunch money and I had it in my zipper, um, jacket. I, I had a, I had a, I had a black and orange flight jacket. Um, you know, one, one, one of the flight jackets that they had back in the day and I had the money in the little zipper part. And so, uh, they was like, you know, empty your pockets. I took out, took all the money out of my pockets. And then the assistant principal was like, well, what's in that pocket there? And he pointed to the pocket in my sleeve. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, shoot, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I don't know what should I do. And so I, I like slowly unzipped it, took the money out. And like, you know, he, he looked at it, he counted it. He was like, that's a lot of money there, James. Uh, where'd, uh, where'd you get that money from there, son? I was <laughs> So I, at this point, I'm just like, just play it off, just play it off, just play it off. So I'm like, well, my dad gave it to me. Um, now my dad would give me money, um, yeah. for, for the train and to go to school, um, and sometimes for lunch money, but not no $200. And yeah. so, and so I'm trying to plan off like, yeah, he gave me that money. He was like, oh, okay. Well, all right. You know, all right. That's, that's a lot of money for the, for you to have there though. I was like, yeah, but I, I have it for, for, for the train and for, and, 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 for, and for lunch. And so he was like, well, you know what? Let's, let's call Mr. Montgomery and find out. Hey, y'all, this is James. And Brianna. And I want you all to do me a big favor. Get out your phone right now, and I want you to text this link to this podcast to your friend, to your coworker, to your family member, someone that you know that could be blessed by this podcast. Text it to them right now to share it with them. Yes, and also, if you're tuning in on Spotify and or Apple Music, be sure to give us a review and also a five-star rating. That's how we can get more people involved in what we're doing and encouraged in the Lord. Y'all be blessed. So he so so he picks up the phone, calls my dad, uh, and he's like, "Mr. Montgomery, yeah, we have your son here, and uh, you know, we he was caught on camera going into the boys' locker room and and coming out with with uh, with with a lot of money in his sleeve. You know, we want to try to get to the bottom of this because a lot of a lot of kids are complaining that they're missing lunch money, and, you know, and we we don't want to accuse him of stealing. But uh, did did you give him two hundred dollars for for uh, for lunch this week? He was like, no." I, I can hear him. I can hear him in the background. He was like, no. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. So, uh, you know, we have your son here. You know, uh, we, he, he, he pretty much is confessing that he, that he, that he took money out of the, you know, out of the boys locker room. And I, I didn't, although I didn't confess it, I kind of agreed that I, that I did do it. And so my dad was furious. He was mm-hmm. mad. Um, and so he came up to the school. He's yelling at me. Um, I'm feeling like an idiot. Um, and then they, they're, they're, they're pretty much, um, letting me know that, Hey, this is what's, what's going to happen that we're going to, here's, here's what the deal is that, uh, the assistant principal was like, listen, we, we going to suspend you. 
Um, but not only that, he wanted to go even further. He wanted to go the full extent of the punishment, which was possible jail time. Um, he wanted to take it all the way through. But Mr. Rice, the principal, he was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that because I know, I know Mr. I know Miss Montgomery's track record. And like, he's, he's, he's a good kid. He just made a mistake. And here's where, you know, I got a, like, like I said, I got a hint of, of God's goodness and God's grace. Yeah. Because I was, I was dead wrong. Mm-hmm. I deserved not only being yeah, kicked out, but I, I deserved the jail time. Yeah. Um, but that principal, he looked out for me. And not only that, he, he said, you know what, uh, because of what you did, you know, we can't let you come back. But, mm-hmm. and here's the crazy part. He said, you know, we're going we're to let you go, but but we're going to make it, you know, I'm going to write it in as though you just left the school, wow. not that you got kicked out. Mm. And then on top of that, he ended up writing me a letter of recommendation to another private high school that was just as good down the street from where it was, a Christian high school, um, so that I can get into to, uh, to that school. And I didn't understand it at the time. I was like... Why are you doing this? Like, why are you so good to me? And I didn't, you know, I didn't deserve that. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking like, yo, I just, I just stole money from your school. Like, I don't deserve, like, yeah. I deserve to, to, to get the, to get the book thrown at me. But it was God using that him to show me grace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did get into that school, um, uh, that Christian high school. But, uh, later on that year, I want to say, Back in, in, in like September of that upcoming year, around September, October, the principal, Mr. Rice, he passed away. Oh. And um, that was my first real glimpse of like, wow, this is this is what it feels like to to be to, you know, to have grace. And then I knew that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for him. I, now, now, at this time, I wasn't a confessing Christian. You know, I, I, I was practicing religious, you know, I was going yeah. to church, doing all, all the religious things. But. It didn't click, but it, it, it the spark was there. So, as we lead into question two, so what was your moment? When did it all? When did it all just make sense? You know, when did your heart really confess? You know, because obviously we confess with our moms, right? But when did your heart confess Jesus as Lord? Yeah, so um, it's it was during my college years. So after uh, high school, I was able to graduate um, and finish high school. But I wanted to, at that time, I wanted to get away from, you know, just the, oh, you know, the, uh, uh, the PWI type of environment. I wanted to go to HBCU. So I ended up going to my dad's uh, alma mater, uh, Florida A&M University. Um, and I went down there with the intentions of playing baseball and, you know, just continuing on with my, hopefully getting a baseball scholarship and, and, and just doing, doing, doing that and playing ball. Um, so went down there, uh, tried out for the team, um, really didn't get on the team. Um, at first, I had to do a bunch of, you know, I, I basically had to make sure that my my grades were were good. Mm-hmm. But uh, since I had such a hard 
four years of high school that once I got down to FAMU, going from Philly all the way to Florida, that, you know, mentally I was like, shoot, I don't have no parents, you know, around to keep me accountable. Um, I'm going to chill. I'm going to do, I'm going to do me. And so because of that, I pretty much like, I pretty much did me, um, was going to every party and, um, hanging out, not, not going to classes and stuff like that. And, um, and had a, had a grand old time, (laughs) but, um, one, one theme that kept coming up in my high school years and even in my college years was that actions, they have consequences. Mm. Whether good or bad, your actions, they have consequences. Yeah. And so um, the consequences of those actions of just having the best time of my freshman life was that I had a 1.5 GPA. Mm. And because of that, I was redshirt and I was on the verge of being kicked out. So, you know, and at that time I, I was living life as a freshman, had a car and everything. And um, dad, dad was upset with me again. Um and he had to come down, get my car, and drive it all the way back back home. And so then, after that, uh, I was like, "Man, like, like I keep making these mistakes." Yeah. Um, and then a year later, uh, one of the guys that went down to Florida and then with me, my good friend, um, he 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 he, you know, I I grew up playing baseball with him. He he and I have been you know baseball friends for uh, uh, for years. Um, that he ended up passing away uh, mm. by, by committing suicide. And that was like a devastating blow for me where it was like, man, like there's something that is happening within my life that, you know, I need to change because of, you know, just, just the circumstances that's been happening to me. Mm. You know, um, we we were both kind of, living kind of similar lives at at the time, doing a lot of partying and everything. Um, but from that, I learned that at the same time, this isn't the life for me. Like this, this party lifestyle, this living by, you know, my own terms. I, I, I I knew that there was something better for me, but I didn't know what it was. So, um, I remember at that time, um, Enon, they, they would have, uh, what's called like mentors. They they would they would reach out to you, um, and while while you were out out of college, you know they'll, they'll be like older older saints, and they'll and they'll like reach out to you, call you up, you know, just just to check in on you. Um, and one of the guys he would he would come and check up on on me uh, often, but uh, and after kind of sharing with him how how my college experience was and how things were kind of rough for for me, and I wasn't doing well in classes, and you know I, I was just basically struggling to get get by. I remember he ended up sending me a video, um, a couple of videos of just like how, you know, he, he started sending me stuff like how, oh, the mark of the beast and, um, you know, you got to look out for uh, deception that's coming out in, 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 in the world. And like, there's deception within the music that you listen to, all this stuff. And like a lot of that, a, a lot of that scared me because um, it made you know, knowing that that hell was real and knowing that, you know, there, there were eternal consequences for, for, for your actions. Um, it, it was at that point that I knew that my life had to change. Um, and I remember, I remember on a homecoming night, um, 
where all my friends we had we had we had came back from partying and everything that uh we all sat around and we started you know for some reason for some reason like like you know you know we were wasted and um you know how you like get get i uh, get drunk with your friends and then you like hang out and talk whatever so and so we were talking and then i remember the discussion about the bible came up and then although although i wasn't a professing christian at the time they kind of saw me as that quote unquote christian friend um i still had like some morals and and, and values so so the topic came up about the bible and then they they started arguing about um um the book of genesis and about the story of abraham of how like he sacrificed uh he he he, he was willing to sacrifice his son isaac mm-hmm. um but the lord stopped him and it kind of you know they they were they were debating about it because they was like man how how can how can a god you know uh allow one of his sons to uh, uh to do something like that and then that whole time i was so oblivious to what they were talking about cuz i didn't i never really read the story of abraham so i didn't know what what they were talking about and then they looked at me. Was like, was like, James, what's your input? What, what you think? Because isn't that crazy? And then at that time, you know, I was just being honest. I was like, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. And then the amount of ridicule and shame that came after it was like, what? How are you? How are you the one be? How are you? The, how are you the Christian person that's that's that that uh, that talk all about all this Jesus stuff? But then you don't, you don't even know about the story of Genesis, man. Yo, you know. And, and then then they just started roasting me. Um. And then after that, they they had they had left to continue their partying, but I stayed I stayed home, and just the amount of like guilt and shame that came over me because I went up to my room and I just remember crying that that night and just and just saying to you know to uh, to the Lord I was like God I don't I don't know you, hmm. like all these years I thought that I thought that I knew you, I thought that I knew who you were, but I don't know you. And it was at that moment where I just got on my knees and, you know, I, I can remember clear as clear as day. Um, I, I lived at a, uh, apartment. Well, well, kind of like a, a three bedroom house that was right across the street from the stadium and it was homecoming night. So the, the, the football game was going on. It was loud cheers and, um, you know, celebrations and fireworks going, going off. Everybody was, was, was celebrating, but I was on my knees crying because at that moment, you know, I felt like, I felt like I was I was lost and that I needed I needed to be found. I was like, Lord, show me who you are. And then it was from that moment that um my life began to change and he began to show me who he is. So yeah. Yeah. That's powerful though. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's a lot to happen in between, but Yeah. I feel like for both of us, you know. I was just going to say, you know, I've heard that, you know, happen as well. And I could kind of relate to that to a certain extent, too, mm-hmm. you know, and having those moments. And, you know, it's crazy how the Lord will use that, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. We we're all drunk, you know, but he still was like in that. Yeah. Um, and. <sighs> but isn't, isn't he good, though? Yeah. And that's the reason why he's good. I feel like we need to do a part two of this. I feel like, okay. Part two, three, I'm not four. Go- I'm not going to exactly say how I feel, but I know um, this was good. And I know that it's important for us to hear one another's stories. Yeah. You know, I always go back to the verse, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. Like mm-hmm. we forget how powerful it is 
when we are just real and raw yeah. before each other, you know, and we, we let it be known that not by might, not by power, but by, by his, his spirit, spirit. Yep. have we, you know, stayed the course this long. Yeah. Have we even we even begun the course? What it says, no man could come unless what the spirit drawn. Yep. So it all goes back to Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, yeah. We'll 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 have a part two, three, and four of this. So, um, it you know if you hear this thing broken up into different parts, just just know that this was, you know, yeah. this is us sharing our testimony. So, well, with that being said, y'all go out there and, and make, make today, today meaningful. meaningful. Peace.